Welcome to the Antioch Initiative podcast, a podcast about the unreached and topics related to giving them access to the good news of Jesus. For the next two weeks on the Antioch Initiative podcast, we are featuring content for Run for the Unreached. You name the injustice, the disease, or the cause, and there's a 5K for it. So why not run for those who have yet to hear the gospel or respond to the good news of Jesus? Please join us on April 17th as we run or walk for the unreached. You can participate virtually from anywhere. For more information or to register online, please go to www.theantiochinitiative.com forward slash run dash four dash the dash unreached we hope to hear from you soon and enjoy the rest of the podcast hi this is nick with the antioch initiative podcast and we're continuing our series uh, connected with run for the unreached happening on april the 17th physically in bloomington minnesota and virtually all around the world and in this episode we have an amazing um, guest with us joseph gordon uh serving in south asia joseph great to have you Thank you. Great to be with you guys today. Hey, uh, Joseph, would you uh, mind just sharing a little bit about some things God is doing in your part of the world? Yeah, so India is uh, one of the most fascinating, beautiful, amazing countries in the world. 1.3 billion people call India home. And not only that, Indians are the largest diaspora in the world today is, in, is Indians. You have throughout the Middle East and Africa, throughout Europe, Malaysia, Fiji, Singapore, Indians are an amazing people and they have scattered all over the world. Many of you who are running today, you probably meet Indians as a regular part of your lives. They are doctors and nurses and engineers and they own stores and hotels and you'll find all over the world just amazing people. But it is amazing to me that 2,000 years ago, Jesus told us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to all people. And 2,000 years later, out of this 1.3 billion people, over 1.2 billion of them still remain unreached. That's 95% of all the people in India today remain without an adequate witness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that is just amazing. Uh, One of the reasons that's so is because India is a nation among nations. I mean, it is a nations within nations. There are so many people groups within India. 2,554 people groups are in India. Out of that, 2,289 of them remain unreached. So that is 89% of all the people groups in India today remain unreached. One of the challenges is that many of you probably know an Indian pastor, you know an Indian believer, and you know that the church in India is strong. There are places in India where the church is very strong. There's places like Kerala, there's places like Tamil Nadu and in Nagaland and in Mizoram where the church is strong, where in Nagaland today, 98% of Naga people call themselves Christians, 98% of Mizo people, 30% of Malayalis. And yet in the areas that where I live in North India, where the majority population is, the majority of those places 0.01% of those people have never had an adequate witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is, you know, this is an amazing thing. So we see the church in these pockets and we think, oh, we're doing good. 
But as soon as you get out of the pocket, you realize the darkness is great. It's like a candle in a small little part of a cave that is given a little bit of light in one little place, but the rest of the cave is still in darkness. And that's where India is today. Uh, some of the areas that we are really focusing on now in India, uh, and we want you guys to pray with us. One is Gujarat. Uh, it's amazing in the history of our fellowship in the Assemblies of God that Gujarat, for some reason, has been largely overlooked. We've never really had a focused effort of seeing the kingdom established in Gujarat. And praise the Lord, we have a team now that is getting ready to launch into Gujarat. And we are incredibly excited about this. And we want you guys to pray with us for Gujarat today. We want to pray that, number one, as this team begins to launch, they're going in this summer, that as they launch, that God's going to lead them to people of peace, that God's going to lead them to hearts that have been prepared. We want to pray for open doors and open ground. Gujarat is a a state where if you've seen in the news, there's been a lot of anti-Muslim and anti-Christian riots in Gujarat. It is strongly opposed to the gospel, but we believe Jesus is able, and we believe that if we will pray, that God's going to make a way. So I want to ask you, pray with us as we launch this new team into Gujarat. Amen. Let's pray right now. And if you're listening, you can press pause as well in your player if you like. Another area that's uh, incredibly critical in India, and Nick, I know this is a place that's very dear to your heart, is Varanasi. Varanasi is the spiritual heart of India. It is the place where, where uh, Hindus travel. Every Hindu wants to go to Varanasi on pilgrimage. Buddhists go. You will find people from Thailand and Myanmar and uh, China and Japan, you know, people from all over the Buddhist world come to Varanasi. Varanasi is, uh, it is just this hub. And sometimes when we think about those kind of places, we think about darkness and we, we think about the idolatry. But when I see it, I think about Paul's words to the to the people of Athens, when he spoke to them, he said, oh, I see all your idols, and I see that you're a very religious people. To me, I, I see the hope in Varanasi that there is a hunger in the heart of India. They are longing, searching for truth. And our prayer is that as they come to Varanasi seeking truth and longing for a connection with God, that they will find the true and the living God who can give them life. So we have a team that's going to be launching into Varanasi at the end of this year. Amen. And uh, we really need prayer. We're going to spend one year, the year of 2022, we're going to set aside for fasting and prayer in Varanasi. And we would love to have not only for you to join with us on this room, but put it on your calendar in 2020, just every day, just put a reminder on your phone to beep. Pray for Varanasi. Pray for the kingdom of God to be established. There has been work that is uh, an attempted that is ongoing in Varanasi, but uh, the need is still so tremendous and great. So pray with us for this new team launching again, that God would lead them to the right people, that God would open doors of opportunity, and that God would pour out his spirit in Varanasi. Amen. Let's pray for Varanasi. Finally, uh, uh, well, 
I shouldn't say finally, I'd like to do two more things. I'd like you to ask you guys sure. to pray for But uh, thirdly, uh, I'd love for you guys to pray with us about Cargill. Cargill is the, the most Northern region of India. If you look in uh, Leh and Srinagar, it's halfway between those two cities. Srinagar being a, uh, a Sunni Muslim area and uh, Leh being a Tibetan Buddhist area. And uh, Kargil is a Shiite Muslim area. So they, they uh, have all of their ties with Iran. You will see the Ayatollah Khomeini's picture all over Kargil. And for years, we've been praying about how we could launch work into Kargil. And God is opening doors. We have a young man who is from Kargil who has uh, given his life to the Lord. He's been trained and uh, his heart is to go back. I was just there with him in March in Cargill, and uh, we have people who are hungry for God. I nice. sat with a family that uh, one of my uh, one of our young disciples who was with us. He shared with them what God had done in his life, and this couple, this this Muslim family. There's two Muslim families there. They're joint brothers and their families. As they sit and listen to this, their response was. Everybody in Cargill needs to hear this. We need to find a way so that everybody can hear this message. Amen. That there is a hunger in the hearts of people. And we believe it's going to happen. We actually had our first gathering uh, while I was there. We brought together a uh, two young men from Muslim background, two families from Tibetan Buddhist background. They all came together. And we had our first service there where they committed to uh, one another and to the Lord to lead others and to grow together in the Lord. So it's an amazing start, but uh, we're going to need a lot of prayer. We're going in in July and uh, pray with us for the kingdom to be established in Cargill for these young disciples, that they would stand firm and uh, they would be bold in proclaiming their faith. So pray for Cargill for open doors in Cargill. Amen. Let's pray for Cargill. Open doors. And finally, uh, if you could join with us in praying for the Indian diaspora. Uh, right now, uh, Dubai, 51% of Dubai is in the majority population of Dubai is Indian. The majority of the United Arab Emirates, including uh, Dubai and uh, Abu Dhabi and this area is Indians. The largest diaspora group in Saudi Arabia is Indians in Oman. Uh, in London, in uh, New York City, there are half a million Indians living in New York City. In Toronto, there's over a million Indians in Toronto. Uh, Indians in South Africa, over a million Indians in South Africa. There's Fiji, half of the nation of Fiji is Indian. <laughs> Minneapolis, everywhere you go, you find Indians. And uh, India today is closing down. Visas are getting harder to get. The Indian government is becoming much more anti towards foreigners being in the country. Uh, they are trying to slow down the progress of the church. And we believe that the Indian diaspora is an incredible open door that uh, we need people to focus on the diaspora. We need people to focus on reaching Indians all over the world. We need people to focus on reaching their neighbors, reaching their doctors, reaching their, their nurses, reaching these Indian communities that are all around them, Indians who are in the gyms with them, Indians who are around them. We need to pray that God is gonna put in the hearts of all believers. And so everybody on this run, 
probably has some contact with a person of Indian origin. And we just want to pray that God's going to open opportunities and give boldness. And, and we just want to believe for the Indian diaspora that millions of Indians around the world are going to start on this journey of following Christ and that many of them are going to return home to tell their family, their friends, their communities what Christ has done in their life. So pray with us for God to do great things in the Indian diaspora. Amen. Thank you, Joseph, for being with us today. Thanks for sharing about some of the things God's doing in uh, South Asia. And I um, appreciate your heart, appreciate your life and dedication to the kingdom. And um, pray God's continued blessing over you and your family. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Nick. Great to be with you guys. Thank you for listening to another amazing episode of the Antioch Initiative podcast. We encourage you to follow us on whatever podcasting platforms you use the most. Feel free to check out our social medias to stay updated on all future content.